What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Bargument. My name is Chris Spafford, and first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for subscribing and checking in and staying updated. I love and appreciate all the messages that I'm getting, all the topics that people are throwing at me to say, hey, try to cover this. Can you cover this? Can you cover this nutrition side? Can you cover this health side? Can you cover this weightlifting side? What is the best lift for you? There's so many of them coming in, which is awesome. Now, again, everyone's like, oh, it's so many. Is it really so many, like thousands? No, but it's awesome to be able to have that connection with you guys to know that you can just come on here, write me on any of my socials and ask me open questions like that. And now I have a microphone and I have a voice here on the Bargument podcast to talk about it. So it's kind of neat. So the one that I wanted to cover on this one today, now bear with me, guys. I am six days out from my show. I'm currently drinking a coffee. It is six in the morning on Sunday. Um, I get up and do my whole morning routine and everything, so I am done by 6 a.m. That is delicious coffee. Again, the coffee that I drink, not to not to sit here and push it, but it's Buff Brew Coffee. You can go to buffbrewcoffee.com, use the code SPAF, S-P-A-F. Uh, it's like 10, 15% plus maybe save on shipping. Um, I also have this stocked at my gym, Midwest Health and Fitness. That's mhfhudson.com. We do have a new website up. It used to be midwesthealthandfitness.com, but wow, that's a pain in the ass to constantly type and MHF was taken. So we have mhfhudson.com. So check out the website. It'll talk about all the nutrition, all the trainers, everything that we have to offer at the gym. So, all right. So the topic that I want to touch on today is how do I keep under 10% body fat year round? Now, this is me personally. Is it hard? Yeah, absolutely. It's a complete lifestyle. There's a lot of things you don't get to do. There's a lot of things that you veer away from. There's a lot of things you kind of separate yourself from. You just you pick and choose your battles. Um, over the years, I've learned to just pick how I feel. If I know something is going to rumble my stomach, hurt my stomach, cause digestive issues, I just avoid it. And then people look at me, oh, you're one of those guys. No, I'm not. I am not allergic to dairy. I could do those things if I want, but I will tell you this right now. I have been such a clean eater for so long. My body is acclimated to that, so it doesn't like those. I don't touch dairy. I'm not a dairy guy at all. If I did, I already know I'll be sitting in the bathroom for a while. So it's just, it's it's one of those sacrifices. Why would you choose that? You know, I'm not going to go around and say, oh, I'm celiac and oh, can't touch that and can't touch it. It's like, who cares if you are? Just just live your own life. You don't have to sit and brag about it. You don't have to sit and talk about it. Just Just do it. So that's probably the number one thing is I just choose to live a healthier lifestyle in terms of how I feel and how I want my body to look. All right. So let's go through it. Alarm hits at about 4 o'clock. Right now, recently, it's about 3.45 or 4. It absolutely drives my wife nuts, especially if she has to get up and take pictures for me for contest. But this is all part of the routine. Again, how do I stay under 10%? Now, now right now, I'm hovering right around that 4% body fat. So it's getting hairy. It's getting icky. It's getting to the point where the fat on the bottom of my feet are gone. So walking hurts. Um, just kind of moving your legs kind of hurts at this time. Blinking gets rough. Anybody that knows 
how it feels to be under five as a male under five percent body fat. It just it's a whole different demon. Uh, females, the closer you are to 10%, same thing, brain fog, you know, you really start playing with your electrolytes, your salt a lot, your potassium, your magnesium, you make sure that you're on a good brain supplement, which again, just signed with a brain pill company, and I will be selling them out of Midwest Health and Fitness as well. Eventually, I'll have a code listed on the podcast, so you guys could jump online and use my code if you'd like. Otherwise, again, just swing up to my gym and grab it there. So, So I wake up around four, so I will wake Jen up. I will put my suit on. I will do what I can to stretch, but if you're getting up that early, you know. Anybody that's gotten up that early just knows. You're stiff. Everything hurts. It sucks. You you can't even breathe properly. I mean, you get up to go to the airport in the morning that early, you know exactly that feeling. Like, it's just just a terrible feeling. You can't squeeze. You can't contract anything. And, of course, you want to look your best. You want to look good for your pictures, but every single picture sucks. And it doesn't matter how many times you do it and what lighting you're in, you're just going to hate it because you're flat. I hate the word flat, but you're malnourished. Nothing's moving. No blood is circulating. You don't have any water in you yet. So it sucks. So we take our pictures. Jen goes back to bed. She sends me the pictures. I go downstairs. I start my whole morning routine. Now I'm going to get a little detailed on you guys. With this, So I start out right away, 16 ounces of water, I just slam it right away. Get the central nervous system just moving, getting everything up and jiving, 16 ounces right down the hatch right away. Again, no coffee yet, guys. Don't jump right to coffee. Don't run right to your caffeine. So I get that water down. I go over, I take a shot of lemon juice, pure lemon juice. I take a shot of apple cider vinegar. I absolutely love that stuff, and it, it, it's something that grows on you. Most people that take it are absolutely disgusted by it. I was the very first time I did too, but now I dip some of my food in it, and I actually pour it over my food as a dressing. So again, when you learn what things do for your body and how you feel, and your body starts to acclimate to it, you start to enjoy it. I'll get on that topic a bit here in a little bit, but um, you, you learn to start to enjoy the things that you feel good about. You know, I'm going to do this because it makes me feel good. Yeah, it might taste like shit for a second, but it makes me feel better. It wakes me up and and, and it helps with my digestive tract. And, and the number one thing for me is my stomach. My stomach, your stomach is your brain in general, but my stomach is my ultimate brain because again, I've been doing this for so long and I eat so clean. My stomach is very, very touchy. So you just got to, you just got to learn the ropes and you got to do a lot of trial and error to see what works best for you. After that, I take a scoop of Gut Pro, which is uh, digestive health. Absolutely love it. I put 10 grams of glutamine in it as well with about 8 to 10 ounces of water. I will slam that down, get that into the system. So at about that point, I'm starting to fill up with water a little bit. I grab my headphones. I grab my sweatshirt. It's usually freaking cold out there because I'm getting ready to go on my walk. Uh, what I do is I put one of those limit packs, one of those salt packs now, um, just to get a little bit more magnesium, potassium. And as I'm getting closer to my show, my cramps are starting to come in. So we got to make sure the sodium is high. Uh, there's a thousand milligrams of sodium in one of those packs. I put that in about 24 to 30 ounces of water and I shake that up. Like I said, I get my headphones on and get my shoes on. It's dark outside. I've got my potassium, magnesium, salt drink ready to go. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I do take, just because they came yesterday, I take my two brain pills. Again, keeping everything moving. 
My cognitive function goes down a lot when your food is low. Hormones start to play with you a little bit. You got to realize that my body fat is low. I'm not consuming a lot of fat. And anybody that knows anything about consuming good polys and monos fat, even saturated fats, it's, it's for your brain. It's to help you think. It's to, it's to keep you up and going. Neurological function demands fats. That's why fat is not bad for you guys. But case in point, what I'm going for and what I am shooting for, I have to keep my fats pretty low right now. So I go out for my walk. I walk anywhere between four and 6,000 steps every morning. I get back. I get myself undressed. I go downstairs and I perform about 20 to 25 minutes of yoga. I know it sounds crazy, but it has helped a lot. Now, I'm a bigger guy. I walk around. Usually, I like to walk around at like 220. That's what I like to push my body to. Um, my body wants to sit around at about 175, 180. Being a crazy, crazy, crazy ectomorph, my body just wants to melt. doesn't want to hold muscle. makes it very tough. So I have to eat a lot just to maintain. Uh, currently sitting at 195. So it, it, it lets you know where my body has fluctuated and how much weight I've lost through this prep. Again, six days out now. So I go downstairs, I start stretching, and I've always had lower back issues from squatting, from sports, from everything, and just wear and tear. I've been beating the crap out of my body my whole life. I absolutely recover very well, but it's sometimes it's never enough. I mean, you're going to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. You just get these chronic pains that come up, and it happens and it happens. I will tell you this, from doing yoga, from cleaning up my diet, from stretching every single day, multiple times a day, this is the best my back has ever felt. So obviously it was locked up. It's putting a lot of pressure from weightlifting. I've loosened it up a lot. I'm telling you guys right now, I have been the biggest advocate on lower back pain. Drop the weight, eat cleaner, really start to stretch and really, really focus on your core development. After that, guys, I go upstairs, I make a coffee. It's about this time, and that's currently what I'm doing right now is I'm sipping on my coffee. So I'll wait about another hour, maybe two, because it is a rest day for me, so I am not training. So I'll fast a little bit in the morning, and I'll have my first meal around 8, maybe 9 o'clock, depending on where I'm at for hunger. Because meals are spread out a little bit. Off day, my food is very low. I'm taking advantage of doing a podcast right now because I have the energy because 2, 3 in the afternoon hits and it hits you like a hurricane and you are just smoked. You're just done. Nothing wants to listen to you. Your body's just like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. So so currently that's what I'm doing right now. Moving on from here, again, the, these tips, never getting less than 10,000 steps a day. I forced myself to get 20 to 24,000 a couple days, but again, this is the extreme. I'm pushing myself for a goal. I hate when people are like, oh, you're so unhealthy with your habits and this, that. I'm pushing towards a goal. When you're pushing towards a goal, you have to be fucking uncomfortable and you have to do the shit that other people think are crazy. Walk into a restaurant with a Tupperware. Go to a barbecue with a Tupperware. Hang out with your friends at the bar drinking water. It, these are things you got to do. And if, if you can't even bring yourself to be confident enough to say, you know what, I'm trying to better myself, then this isn't for you. And you're hanging out with the wrong group of friends. So... Check that for sure. The other one, this is not about an ego, and this is not about being so conceited, but watch the mirror. And what I mean by that is I really don't give a shit what I weigh. I give a shit what I weigh maybe once or twice a year when it's time to make weight for a show. Other than that, I don't care if I walk around at 250 or 160. As long as I look the way that I want to look and the way that I want to feel, 
I go off of that and I can change my diets around completely off of that. So watch the mirror. Something's looking bloated, change it. Something's looking small, change it. It's just like your shirt, just like your pants, just like your damn underwear. Change them. Like, if you don't like something, change it. So keep an eye on the mirror and how you're feeling. That's a big one. Um, I carb cycle year round. I carb cycle through prep. I carb cycle 100% of the time. I'm a huge advocate on that. Some people are into the carnivore and the Mediterranean and the keto and the Atkins and the, I don't give a shit what the name is. I prefer to do what works for me. And I've done this and played this dance with my body for so long. I know. And what do I do? I just have low carb days. I have extremely high carb days. And then I have very, very low carb days, depending on my energy output for the day. If I'm not working out, I'm obviously going to drop my carbs lower. If it's a lagging body part and I really want to pick it up and put some muscle onto it, I will eat heavier carbs that day and even heavier carbs the day prior to. I want that energy from the day before. A lot of people don't understand that. You're not training with just the energy that you got from that day. You're training on glycogen that you stored up from the day before. So that stuff's very important. So I carb cycle year round depending on what I wanna do for my goal. If I'm gonna lose weight, gain weight, even if I'm trying to gain weight, I'll carb cycle. I'll just push a little bit harder on those days. You've got bigger body parts on your legs and back, those days you should be eating the most carbs. Arms, you're going to try to pick up your arms? Do it. Eat high carb day on arms for about a month and watch what happens. You want a body part to grow? Think about it like a plant. You got to water it. You got to pay attention to it all the time. Another one here is I never miss my protein. I always hit my protein. Protein, protein, protein. Yeah, it's like it's such a bro thing, man. You get your protein. No, I just make sure that I hit my protein. My carbs and fat, I can move around all the time. But just a very, very, very standard way of doing it is so whatever you are, one gram of protein per pound of body weight that you are. You're 200 pounds, get 200 in. See how your stomach feels. See how your workouts go. See how you're feeling in general. Maybe move it down to 0.8. Maybe move it up to 1.5. You know, I'm a heavy protein guy. My body loves protein. I burn like crazy. My protein intake is pretty high all the time. Some people would say it's way too high, but again, I would challenge them to look at their diet. So everything is a little different and you got to do what works best for you. But I will tell you this right now, if you hit your protein markers every day, you're not going to get fat. If you just worry about getting protein in first, the satiation of the protein is going to make sure that you don't overeat all these carbs. Try it one day. Have yourself a big meal and eat your protein first. It's harder to eat the rest of your food, but your brain wants carbs and sugar. That's the stuff it craves. So always reach for the protein, guys. This kind of trickles into the next one, which is I eat a lot of eggs. A lot of eggs. A lot of egg whites. Um, I'm allergic to fish, so I substitute anything like cod, tilapia, sushi, all any of that stuff halibut. I substitute all of that for egg whites or 99-1 turkey. Yeah, it sucks. And I eat a lot of chicken. Again, I eat a lot of protein, but I'm limited on certain proteins because of it. Canned tuna. Convenient, cheap, awesome. I can't touch it. It sucks. But I eat a lot of eggs. And, and how I've always done it, I do caps. What I mean by caps is the caps of my meals, so meals one and seven or one and six, however many meals I'm eating in the day, I do eggs on the caps. I do eggs in the morning and I do eggs before bed. They digest so well with me and it's the best, best source of protein without a doubt, hands down, I would say. 
Yes, there's chicken. Yes, there's steak. Yes, there's there's different things in those that hype them up. I would definitely say that beef and steak is going to be a better shot than chicken and 99-1 turkey. Just the nutrient status in there. Um, you're getting creatine. You're getting more aminos in steak. But yes, you're getting higher fat. So you got to move things around according to your goal. But eggs and egg whites are number one. Digesting number one for actually just absorption into your body and it's in and out quick it's fast so i i eat a lot of eggs guys also year round i justify any slip-ups now i don't like to call them cheat meals or i don't even like to call them slip-ups i don't want to say i slipped up if i made the decision to want to eat something and i know it's going to set me back i'm going to set it up prior to i'm going to work out harder before. I'm going to cut my calories before. I'm going to do extra cardio before. I'm going to I'm going to change something up in my split so that I can earn it. Once you start like getting into the mental state of it where yeah, I earned that, you start to appreciate food more often. So I always tell everybody, not in bodybuilding and bikini competitions is not for everybody, but I would love for everybody to run through it once so that they can just get an understanding of the power of food and how important food is for you. So I just justify slip. If I ate a bunch of crap and I feel like crap, I'm going to fast a little bit longer. I don't need to sit and keep stuffing meals in. That isn't going to work. So I go off of how I completely feel unless I'm on prep. And if I want to have cheesecake and then I want to have snacks and ice cream, that's the choice that I've made. So I either set myself up to earn it or now I go, okay, you did it. So you know what? Don't punish yourself for it. Just get right back on track, do your thing, but just drop your calories down a little bit. Play with it a little bit. Everybody knows how that feels when you go to bed after eating a bunch of shit and you wake up and your face looks like Kelso from that 70s show when he's drinking those eggs he's allergic to. You know what I'm talking about. His face all puffy. We've all been there and done that. So justify those slip-ups, guys. All right, another one is I do not miss my workouts. I do not miss my meals. I do not miss anything with body recovery. It's a priority. It's a job. That's number one. You need to think like that. As soon as you start, I'm that guy that says if you quit something, it's going to become second nature to quit. You're going to quit something and then you're going to go, well, I didn't have any repercussions of it or anything like that. So what does it matter if I quit? I can quit this. I can quit that. I can quit everything. What does it matter? So I believe that once you get that in your brain that it's okay to quit something, you're going to look at life completely different and you're going to wonder, hmm, can I quit that? Can I quit that? And you're going to start dropping things. And I've never, ever let that mentality come to me, but I've watched it in every single person that I've ever grown up with. I've watched so many people quit so many things and I just think to myself, how? How do you sleep at night? How can you possibly look in the mirror knowing you just quit something? That to me is the is the worst feeling in the world. So I, I chalk this stuff up as a full-time job. I'm not going to quit my workouts. I'm not going to quit my meals. I'm not going to quit my recovery because that stuff will eat me alive. If I missed something, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I missed it. It's my own fault. I feel like this because I missed it. I take full responsibility for all my actions that involves me. Enough of this bullshit era where everybody blames everybody for everything. Take responsibility for yourself. 
And a lot of that has to do with the meals, the recovery, and the workout. It's very hard, and it's time-consuming. And we all have family. We all have kids. We all have multiple jobs. We all have school. We all have those things. But guess what? We all have excuses, too. And no one gives a shit, guys. So don't miss your workouts. Don't miss your recovery. Don't miss your meals. Spend the time and the extra money on your recovery, guys. Epsom salt baths, chiropractic work, deep tissue massage, uh, stone massage, yoga, therapy. Do whatever the hell you need to do to get that mental clarity to make yourself better. Muscle recovery and body recovery now more than ever has been researched and it is so important. I'll tell you guys this. I didn't do that when I was growing up. Hell no. It was all, that was 500 pounds. Pick it up. It doesn't matter if you shit out your spine. It doesn't matter what your form looks like. Oh, and then the next day, do it again because don't be a pussy. That's how I grew up. It's a completely different era now. We're a lot more smart and we diagnose things a lot better. We evaluate things so much more now. So pay attention to your recovery, guys. They are, there, there are so many like, man, so like watches and things out there that can tell you if you're breathing right in your sleep, if you farted in your sleep, when it's time to eat. There's watches and things out there that track everything for you. There's ones out there like that too, that literally will give you like a green, a yellow or a red bar on your wrist to tell you if it tells you if your body is recovered enough and ready to go for another workout. That's fucking crazy. Cause I just know that my eyes would open and it was go time. Your eyes are open. You go, you're laying in bed. You're a lazy piece of shit. You know, and it's, it's again, that's just how I was grown up. That's just how, how I think. It's not exactly the greatest way to think. I'm not going to tell you to ever think like me or do anything that I do. Again, this is just some of the stuff that I do year-round to keep myself under 10% body fat. So kind of going back to what we just talked about with the not missing everything and paying attention to your recovery is staying disciplined on yourself more than anything for the recovery and the food because it's so easy to slip up. You make your kid chicken nuggets in the air fryer and you want to grab one. That's fine. Just grab one. But then you grab one every day for the month of March, and now you've got 30 chicken nuggets that you ate. That shit adds up. So be very, very disciplined. The, the part of discipline that was burned into me so much is because I, the way that I see it is everybody has that parent, maybe that mom, that dad, that could get mad at you and, and, and ground you. And, and you know what? It happens. You screwed up. You don't really care that much. But if your parent ever looked at you and just said, I'm disappointed in you, that to me is the worst feeling in the world. Without a doubt, I would hate it if my father looked at me and told me that I was a straight disappointment to him. And again, that, that hits home, but it's so true. So what I do is I amplify that by 10 when I look in the mirror. And if you really hate somebody else telling you that you've disappointed them, imagine the feeling of telling yourself you've disappointed yourself. Ouch. It's the worst. I can't even imagine. I can't even think it. And that's where my discipline comes into play because I know what I'm capable of and I set the standards high on myself because I know I can do it. So that's the thing is, is stay disciplined on yourself and stay consistent. Getting towards the bottom of the list here is staying up on your supplements always. I will tell you late at night, I hate, hate taking my night pills. If I hit the couch, I don't want to get back up and take my pills. I never sit still. Again, my routine is insane. After my last meal, I, ha I have my supplements that I take. 
Then I drink a fat burning tea while I go to bed. I have to make that prior to. Then I make my my drink for the morning. It's 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 nonstop, guys. But it's so easy to want to sit there and be like, ah, I don't need those pills tonight. You know, and again, when I'm talking about pills, I'm talking about citrus bergamot. I'm talking about vitamin C, vitamin D, magnesium, zinc. Um, your basic night pills, ashwagandha. Um, depending on what else you would take for night. But again, I have AM pills and I have PM pills. And it's a lot of pills. It, it just is. And that is the worst. And it's so easy. That's the one thing that I always think to myself. If there was something that I would slip up on, it would be not taking my supplements. But bullshit. I fly with my supplements. I get pulled over every single time in the airport for all my pills and all my powders. And it's just, it's annoying. But you know what? I'm going to keep doing it. Because I look around now, especially with the general population and the obesity rate and the fact that people aren't moving and the world just looks disgusting now, I will never fall into that category. So again, I put that on discipline again with that. And the last one for sure is don't stop until you absolutely love and respect the person that you see in the mirror. Because nine times out of 10, when you look in the mirror, people hate what they see and it's gross and it sucks. And the society that we have right now on social media, people will just burn you to the ground. But you can't give a shit what other people think. You got to think about you and you got to look in the mirror. If you want to be heavier set and you're happier that way, do it. If you want to be extremely lean and you're happier that way, do it. The only thing you can't change is how tall you are. <laughs> you could change anything else, guys. You can change anything else. So with your goals and when you pick them, and regardless of what your friends and family, because you're going to lose a lot of those, <laughs> you're going to lose a lot of friends when you choose the path to want to better yourself. Everybody listening to this understands that. And that's the sucky part because you're trying to do something good for yourself and then they'll manipulate you and they'll, and they'll ride you about it and they'll make you feel like shit about it. But if they asked to go get a glass of wine or a beer down at the bar, you'd be right there for them. Even if you didn't drink, you'd be right there for them. You would never ridicule or criticize or call them an alcoholic or go at them for, for that issue. It just sucks that society's like that. So again, guys, pick a goal, become the best version of you, do whatever the fuck it takes, and don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. Watch out, they're trying to divide us, but all I hear is blah, blah, blah.